music to laugh to. <laughs> hey everybody, welcome back to another clear, clearly joyful fly casual. Tonight we're talking about stuff that messed us up. Might be a movie, might be a show, might be a song, it might be something that happened when you were alone in the dark, but it's going to get messed up in here on another Fly Casual. Let's get ready to wrinkle! I got a case of the giggles there over that that hot sweet music. <laughs> well, hopefully, people won't notice. Howie, Howie was working long and hard on getting the music to not click. There was a clicking sound, and he finally got we it. He said where not it was to working. mention it, and now you're mentioning it, it. It finally it was working, and so we queued it up and started, and it it came back. <laughs> and that's why I was laughing because the look of dejection on Howie's face <laughs> made me laugh. Sorry, got to pull back that curtain sometimes. Got to let the listeners know. We never do that. Make th- this is how the sausage gets made <laughs> up here. Hey, hey it's gonna what? Get, it's gonna Jack. get it's gonna get pretty ripe on this podcast. Hey, we're on episode three eighty one. You're you Whoa, even know that that is not correct no, at all. Yeah, that's not, <laughs> <laughs> no, not even a little. It, Try 327. I said I, 372. I'm still not sure right? anyone's Dyslexic? right. Dyslexic? At this point, mm-hmm. I just assume you guys are all off by a couple every time. <laughs> Episode 101. Oh, I remember that one. I don't. I, I don't remember that one. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome Episode back. 200. Lay germs, yeah, another oh. fly casual. I am the basement proprietor, Mr. Corey. T. Wilson. Uh, once again, Mike is not with us. Unfortunately, uh, his his horrible case of the piles has actually revealed itself to be none other than an anus based alien symbiote. And, yeah, like on like on that movie I mentioned last week. Yeah, and so now he is completely enveloped by hemorrhoids. He's actually just one giant hemorrhoid at this point. Well, yeah, he, like on Dreamcatcher, guys, he actually, the movie Dreamcatcher. He, he caught this by playing a different version of Squid Game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, also you put the squid in your butt. Also, yes. uh, he didn't let his uh, jockey shorts dry out completely from from the squid and the moisture. Yeah, yeah the moisture just yeah. it does damage. Yes, you does. gotta you gotta powder up. You got talc up. Yep. 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 But safety first over there at Master Control, Mr. Stephen J. Howie. I am here. I am ready. And I am out of snacky cakes. Oh, no, no snacky Aww. cakes. I'm kidding. I got snacky cakes. He's got so many snacky <laughs> cakes, you guys. Cross pond down a few, Mr. Greg, not Jay Hardy. I wish I had snacky cakes. I want snacky cakes. I know, dude. You got to bring your own snack. This dude. Howie, are snacky you ever cakes. anywhere without an oatmeal cream pie? I have oatmeal cream Did pie. Did you transfer your Funko stock to Little Debbie? No, I made so much Funko in my Funko stock. Then now ah. I own Little Debbie. Ah, God. whoa, that's that's a good hot sweet stock tip I gave you. Actually, <laughs> actually, it's just it's a small person named Debbie. Yeah, they call oh. her Little Debbie to distinguish from the very large actually, person named Debbie. Little Debbie is mm-hmm. a like VP or some, something in or president of something in Little Debbie now. 
Oh, the actual Debbie whom what little Debbie was named after? Yes. Okay. Oh, she really worked her way up. Sounds like you made that up, but you look confident, so. <laughs> and joining us from the great state of Tejas, once again, welcome back, Mr. Sancho Panda. Hola, mundo. <laughs> uh, means hello, world in Spanish. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you guys, this is episode 325. You're welcome. See, a, a couple Yay. off. Because nope, there's two that we haven't released yet. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's funny because it's always true. Okay, so 327 would be correct then. <laughs> I did it. I did it, guys. <laughs> I did a thing. Sancho, why did we let you out of HR? Accolades, I don't please. Know. I think because nobody else could come up with a topic for tonight. That's and what so it was. You were <laughs> like, if you can come up with one, I guess we'll have to let you on so you can't sue us. And here I am. That was the conversation. <laughs> That's how it went verbatim. I said, I even said, here I am at the end, which made no sense. <laughs> I thought you were quoting scripture. I was very confused. Uh, only the red text. I only quote the red text. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to talk tonight about some real messed up stuff are you guys ready you ready to get your freak on i'm ready no i'm ready ready. ready. all right that means it's time for the porkies by the week i don't know if y'all know this but that intro thong you use that lux a turn a thong that was the theme from the movie requiem for a dream Oh, that shit's messed up, man. Pretty messed up movie. Mm-hmm. And so clearly someone, when they was making the two towers, said, you know what? This makes me think about a movie that's full of drug abuse and a perverted sex acts. So why don't we mm-hmm. use that song for the trailer? They re-recorded <laughs> the song and released it on the trailer for the two towers. Huh. Two yeah. Towers did have a lot of drug use I'm, and sex in it. I'm going to say I like their version better. I would agree with that. Garrick would have been a lot more impressed with that factoid if he hadn't given it to Perkins' kid. <laughs> Whoa. Now you really <laughs> <laughs> Mine would have been blown. <laughs> Mine would have been absolutely blown. Well, this is like the first time Perkins' kids show up and say, I got nothing. That's true. All right, let's talk about some stuff. I love that song. How we make more songs. All right. I could not. How he sung me. I love our theme that I yeah. made, but I could not do that. I don't know what <laughs> magic happened. I could not do that again now. That's gone. Mm. Whatever possessed me at the time is gone. You can make new stuff that is good. I could. Yeah. You got to quit playing Fortnite <laughs> for, that, for five seconds. I'm the one who rewrote the re- Requiem for <laughs> Oh, it all becomes clear. <laughs> makes so much more sense now okay Mm. so yes tonight's topic stuff that messed you up assuming this episode gets released sometime in the same quarter of the year that halloween is in it will get released before halloween if mike ever recovers yes that's true oh it's going to take a lot of prep age to find Mike inside the giant hemorrhoid that has enveloped <laughs> he, just, he looks like one big hemorrhoid right now. Yeah. And if you don't know what a freestanding hemorrhoid looks like, you don't want it. Actually, he's actually more of like a squidroid, but. I, we really got to let this squid thing die. 
I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> it's really got it. It's really it's gotta go. Gotta go away. So uh this is gonna be sort of a round table discussion. We're gonna get kind of go around and get uh, some yeah. examples of stuff that done messed us up. If it's gonna be a round table discussion, we need to get a round table. I know, I know. We have oh, sort of like a weird coffin shaped table. table for some reason. But uh to to start us off. You know, uh, we were trying to figure out what's good music uh, to use for this episode and how he immediately, even though he'd never seen the movie, said, well, Requiem for a Dream song, because he's familiar with that song. And we all agreed. And I even said, yeah, Requiem for a Dream is the low hanging fruit (laughs) for this episode, because that is a perfect example of a movie that is so jacked up. That when you watch it, I've never seen, I've never known anybody watch it, came away and said, it wasn't a good movie. Everybody comes away going, that was jacked up. I've seen the movie one time, and I will admit, it is a very <laughs> well-crafted movie, and I will never watch it again. Yeah, that's a testament to how well it was crafted, because you're supposed to go away from it yeah. messed up. Yeah, there's not, there's like one part of the entire movie that made me go, huh. There's like one line in the whole film where I wasn't completely just disgusted and horrified by everything, <laughs> you know, and it's a movie about, I mean, to put it in, in a sentence, it's about drug abuse to the mm-hmm. nth degree, like not in a, in a, in a fun, Hey, we're a bunch of Irish punks falling into a toilet, trying to get our drug suppositories back. <laughs> no, that was hilarious. <laughs> Obi-Wan <laughs> swimming in poo. Um, it's not that it, it is a very, very, very serious take on the rabbit hole of hardcore drug abuse. Best, uh, best Jared Leto movie, maybe eh? not best Jared Leto movie, maybe second best well, Jared Leto performance. Yeah, because Dallas Buyers After Club, what? you can't argue oh, with yeah, Dallas Buyers Club. That, that dude nailed it there. But what about Suicide Squad? <clears throat> Speaking of movies that messed you up, <laughs> yeah. Actually, you know what? I don't ever really want to watch Dallas Buyers Club again. That's, that's another. That's a great movie, and I don't want to watch it again. It, it doesn't make you feel good. Makes you feel terrible. Makes you feel awful. But you know, not now. Not everything we're discussing tonight has to be something that was really great in theory, but also messed up. Just messed up. What is? jacked up where do we want to start well mm. Sancho starting because he said well yes if we're talking about stuff that's messed up yes all three of these things for me and we can come back around to me for the other two if you want but it's times where I came in on a movie or something at the wrong moment so I had no context <laughs> for seeing the most horrifying thing I ever saw and coincidentally as we talk about stuff that's messed up, the first movie I have to mention is The Stuff. The Stuff. Oh. It's kind of like a body snatcher, body Never horror. It's like you in this movie, Not these the people right like they consume that's some sort of I don't even I can't even describe it very well. And I didn't want to look it up because I don't want to to tarnish my childhood <laughs> recollection. <laughs> So it's some sort of thing that like when you eat it, it takes control of you and you become like a part of a different society, you know, kind of like Body Snatchers-esque. Yeah. Um, It's a white cream-like alien substance. 
Yes. <laughs> oh, like little Debbies. <laughs> so <laughs> that's way better so than I'm, anything uh, I've said. I'm not flipping through channels, mind you. I'm clicking. I'm reaching onto the knob and I'm clicking through channels. Oh, nice! In the, oh, yeah. the UHF department, released in yeah, baby. And as I click clockwise, through, there's right? you weren't one of those yeah. counterclockwise freaks. And as I click through, and this what is how I remember it, so I didn't look it back up again. But there's like some guy who's a reporter, and he's talking to this other person, and he's like, "Yeah, I've got the scoop on the stuff. Like it's this thing, and it's you know, it's taking control of our society and all the people." And he's like, "And." You know what? You know what? I've actually seen when it comes back out of you. And he grabs the other guy by the arms and then his mouth proceeds to like open enormously large. And like all of this stuff starts like spewing out of him, and it just becomes this (laughs) giant blob that starts chasing the other guy. And I was just like, I was not ready for this. It's the stuff. It's the stuff. It's the stuff. The, it's the, probably uh, like, over the air television. Why? The, the, yeah, I know. The movie poster has at the very top warning in red letters. Yeah, I know. Yes. Yes. Who knows how long it was till I could eat yogurt again? <laughs> um, <laughs> it screwed me up. I couldn't eat yogurt. You know, it was the sort of thing where I clicked away and clicked back because I had to at least see how it ended and how the stuff was like defeated and. Uh, yeah, what's up with that? And I'm sure it was like that was the moment that they were building up to to be the scariest moment in the movie. And I just happened to catch it right right when that happened. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I was like seven, I think. I had, so many, I had so many of those from like that that same era of my life, but mm-hmm. I don't remember any of them. You know, we were talking about Gremlins right before the podcast. And yeah. I remember I walked in while my parents had rented Gremlins and they were watching with two of their friends. And I was like, I don't know, six. And I started like, they didn't know I was watching from beside the couch. I like snuck in the door and was just watching. Oh yeah. It's a go, it's a go-to move. And I, I started screaming and crying and it's gremlins for God's sakes. I love gremlins now, but like something freaked me out. So maybe it was the microwave scene. Oh gosh. But I remember like just Christmas tree screaming and crying. Yeah, exactly. It's basically the mom battling all of them. And uh, and they like hit pause and like my mom scooped me up and took me back upstairs and yelled at me and it was pretty great. But yeah, I don't <laughs> I know there are ones that were like way worse than that. But I think I have like the trauma has been blocked out <laughs> because I had I was an insomniac when I was a child. So I did a lot of the dial flipping mm-hmm. back in the day. And yeah, at night over the air TV got really loosey goosey. Remember that. I remember that much. So, yeah. All right. Well, then let's I, I, I want to say it was like a the because th- it's like a the thing sort of thing. You know, mm-hmm. it's like it combined the thing with body oh, snatchers. That movie was messed up as well. The thing. Oh, yeah. It, it just seems like, hey, let's make a title that will get people. Right. But it's such a lame title. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the stuff. <laughs> I've never seen any versions of the thing. Hmm. Aren't there like a couple versions of that? Yeah, there's the original and the remake. The th- the original one's better, in my opinion. Does the remake um, have Jeff Goldblum in it, or something? The Fly? Uh, no, that's the Kurt Fly. Russell? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Kurt Russell's in the original with uh, Wilford Brimley and uh, David Keith and some other people. Oh man, that's a that's an all star Marvel team up right there. <laughs> yeah, I do kind of want to watch it, even though I know it's pretty low fi by today's standards. Or maybe, a, yeah. Yeah, it's uh well, yeah, it's uh the special effects are all uh practical, obviously, because it's made 
years ago, but it's kind of still holds up and it's kind of gross. Nice. Yeah. People love that movie, man. Yeah. It's a good horror sci-fi movie. Yeah. Garrick, what don't okay. you love? Well, I'll tell you what, guys. <laughs> Much along the same path that Sancho was trotting Sancho. just a moment ago. Sancho Panda. Uh, <laughs> so I was real young. And this is probably, weirdly enough, my earliest memory. Because I have a terrible memory. But uh, my parents were watching TV late at night. Well, for a four-year-old, I guess it was late at night. And I come downstairs... And I see them watching a show, a miniseries called V the Final Battle. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever heard? You, so apparently you guys heard of this. <laughs> oh, I've never yeah. seen it, but I've heard you guys talk Ripping about it. the skin off. Yes. So I come down and I, I guess I don't remember the whole context, but I remember seeing them eating like humans. What I thought were humans eating mice, right? They just drop them in their mouth and eat them. And I guess I watched a little longer. Yeah. And they ripped the skin off the face. And there's like this alien lizard looking creature underneath the skin. Mm-hmm. And I was just freaked <laughs> out at that young age. Cause you know, I don't know. I, I'm guessing at that age, I didn't know it was what real or fantasy or whatever. You know, I don't know anything about special effects and I, <laughs> it, it haunts me to this day. Like <laughs> weirdly enough. And they came out with it and I, yeah, I'll never watch it. And then they came out with a, Remake, remake. Mm-hmm. yeah, within the I think what four, five, six years ago, something like that. It's a and while back now. I tried watching it, and they didn't have, as far as I remember, they didn't tear off their faces. So I was like, okay, they this is okay. Before it could and then it, yeah, then it got canceled before they could. <laughs> but it, uh, yeah, I was like still like on like kind of nervous for that to happen while watching the remake. <laughs> You're middle-aged and you're nervous about that. That's <laughs> yeah, beautiful. I know. I'm like this beautiful. old dude and I understand how they would do it, practical effects, but it's like scarred me at such a young age that... It could have been worse. You could have seen like one of the seasoned finales where a lady who had, unbeknownst to herself, mated with one of the V aliens and she gave birth to twins and the first one looked perfectly normal and she's looking at it and she's so happy and then <laughs> its tongue comes out and it's like a uh, snake tongue and you know she just starts I do, screaming. I, I think I did see that because it, it sounds familiar and, and maybe the, I watched it more than I thought or I don't, I was so young I don't remember it Yeah, vividly, and then the but second baby that. was like pure lizard and then it was mm-hmm. like to be continued. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't that V the final battle? Yes, be the final battle. There was original V, which was a miniseries the prior year, and then they came out with V, the final battle, I guess, to close down the story, but not really. Gosh. Mm-hmm. The be the final issue battle. I actually yeah. just remembered an example of walking in on parents watching something and being messed up by it. And even though it. Porn? Let me get there. <laughs> oh. I, even though it's two actors who I I enjoy both of these actors, I will never watch this movie because it messed me up. My dad had rented a movie and it's funny. I was like 14, 13, 14 years old. And I come downstairs and my dad is watching Mad Dog and Glory, which is just <laughs> a movie starring Robert De Niro and Uma Thurman. And I walked in the room and the first thing I see is Robert De Niro's butt 
under a blanket, like unceremoniously nailing Uma Thurman, you know, missionary style. Hmm. So the it's middle of a Saturday afternoon and my dad is watching a movie that I happen to come in and I'm sure in his mind, now he walks in. You know, like now yeah. the kid walks in. This is the time the, in the movie, which this is the <laughs> only part of this movie like this. This is when the kid walks in. But I walk in and go, what the crap is my dad watching? And I'm just and it's like it's it's back when Hollywood was trying to like take the glamour out of sex scenes, you know, like up until that point, like sex was usually glamorous. And they were trying. This was a movie that was just showing like it's very gritty and meh. But I'm like 14. I have no idea what it looks like in real life, no matter what. And I walk in and I'm just I was horrified. And I just I remember I immediately just said, oh, left turn. And I turned and just went straight into my room. (laughs) And I but like it, the visual stuck with me. For days, and I will never ever watch that. Now, the movie main reason is how was, bad it, made it was me your dad. Yeah, yeah. Watching, which, right? There was there was nothing wrong with him watching a movie yeah. with Robert Nero and with Thurman. It was just the the context. I just wasn't ready for it. Yep. And uh, I will never watch that movie because I don't I don't want to go back and relive that. <laughs> <laughs> so is are we all taking a turn and then Corey takes a turn? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it's like me, Corey. Garrett Corey, you Corey. No, I and sorry, Corey, Corey. I thought this was a podcast where people discuss things, not where we just take turns giving speeches. But you guys go right ahead. Here's your lectern, Howie. <laughs> no, no, I'm going to yield the floor to you now. No, I'm just, oh. I don't have anything ready. That was that was mine for now. <laughs> um, uh, so, um, I'm I'm having a lot of trouble coming up with things. Probably because if it messed me up that bad, I blocked it out. Uh, it takes all kinds, but I, I did remember something. But I want to wait till later to bring that up because you're afraid it's going to mess us up too much. <laughs> it's a it's a downer. <laughs> um, but I did I was scrolling through some lists just to kind of prompt some stuff, and this is another low hanging fruit. But I thought I'd bring it out here because I think most of you guys would at least know of well, you know of this, but probably participated in watching it. Uh, a Clockwork Orange. Oh yeah. Oh man, yeah. Oh that that was a late night channel clicker for me the first yeah. time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That movie's. I yeah, honestly I don't oh, remember man. much about the the movie and what the premise was. I don't even know if it has a premise because the kids were just going around like wreaking havoc, and then mm-hmm. he gets stuck in this mm-hmm. thing with his eyes peeled open. It has trying to, to watch re- this. rehabilitate him. Yeah, and that's just a mess. That I don't. I wouldn't say that messed me up as much as it like is just disturbing and I don't want to go. It makes synapses happen between parts of your brain that normally don't synapse with each other. Yeah, I, was, <laughs> I wasn't left like, oh, man, I'm so disturbed. But it was more like that movie was disturbing and I never want to go there again. Yeah, the, it leaves a knot in your stomach. Yeah. Kind of. a Yeah. Yeah. I, I that was an insomniac movie for me the first time I watched it and I happened to see it during the opening credits and i was like well this is starting i don't know what it is so i'll watch it and the first thing i thought was why are these dudes a wearing jock straps yeah. on the outside yeah. of their of yeah. their and also stuffing <laughs> <laughs> but i was like this is weird i'm gonna stick with it and it ended it like i mean i'm talking commercials and all we didn't have cable and oh it ended goodness. at like 3 a.m 
And I remember laying down to bed and I felt as close as what I could describe at that time. Cause I was a kid as drunk. Like I, I didn't like every, my perception was off. Part of it was super late at night, but I just watched something that kind of messed up. You're super late at night and you watched that. Yeah. <laughs> that was, mm-hmm. yeah. I watched it a second time. Cause in college people wanted, people were curious what it was all about. And it, it kind of got out of this resurgence yeah. of popularity because reasons. Uh, and that's probably when I about the time I was I saw it. So I was like, oh, no, done with you. Yeah, I never watched it since then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's not a feel good. No, not a, not a desire to even go there. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see who else has one. Keep the ball rolling. Right. Keep it. Moving. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna do another I'm gonna do another one. I'm gonna say the movie and then let's see if you can guess what my wonderful luck is with walking in on my brother while he was watching this movie. Are you ready? Yes. Scanners. Head explode. Yep. Yeah. Uh, walk in. I see some guy freaking out. His head explodes. The face plate that they use like falls on the table in front. Like. I was just like, nope. <laughs> I've never seen and I could not fall asleep that night. (laughs) I've never seen scanners. I've just seen the animated gif of the head exploding over and over and over and over again. And I've seen Wayne's World where they refer to that scene from scanners. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that it's sometimes like those old like 80s special effects gore. It really is. Or yeah. like that they're practical stuff. Yeah. There's something almost, gritty about them. They're almost grosser in how they look so fake than they would be if like it somehow looked hyper realistic. Like there's almost something more disgusting about these cobbled together effects. Well, yeah, and and there was like a naivety to us back then that oh, yeah. we didn't have like this anatomically correct gore of like a Saw movie or the Mortal Kombat's. So your your imagination fills in the blanks, mm-hmm. and you think mm-hmm. that's what it would look like, yeah. and you buy into it one hundred percent. Oh, dude, I Indiana Jones Raiders Lost Ark. I'd cover my eyes every time we watched it because I <laughs> was sure that's what happened if people got too hot. Yep, <laughs> <laughs> they just melt. Oh man, scanners. That's that one's been on my pile of shame for a long time. But now I'm afraid to watch it because Sancho got messed up. <laughs> I'm sure it'd be fine and funny and different. But <laughs> yeah. So how many heads actually even explode in that whole movie? Garrick, have you seen it? I've not seen that movie. But now I'm interested, I guess, weirdly. I'm <laughs> <laughs> mentioning all these movies that mess me up. You guys are like, nope, Ooh, I haven't seen you it. gotta check that one out. Scanners. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Uh, Garrick, do you have another one? If we're just going to keep going in kind of order. Yeah, sure. So, I, uh, Sancho and uh, Howie can back me up on this. It's uh, one episode of Full Metal Alchemist. <laughs> Oh my goodness. I, and I don't Eric, think I have no. to say anymore. <laughs> so oh gosh. Uh so in the original one, uh I can't remember the name of the episode. Uh Chim- Chimera's Cry, I think. The Night of the Chimera's Chimera's Cry. And then they redid it in the Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. <laughs> and I recently rewatched Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, the entire series, and my wife and I would not watch that episode because it was so disturbing. Really? So <laughs> spoiler alerts for uh, people who haven't seen a show that's really old. 
but uh, there's a state alchemist and he's trying to renew his license and he's known to have made a, the only chimera that's can speak and understand human language. And a chimera is This is the one you made me watch, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, Gary. I didn't make you watch it. You watched it. I wasn't forcing well, you. Were you was, trying to end your friendship like, with him? We watched like the first like four or whatever episodes. Yeah, so basically season. this was one of those, yeah. So basically the main characters Alphonse and Edward Elric are hanging around with this guy and Oh, for uh, the benefit of listeners, could you explain what a chimera is? Yeah, chimera is like half uh, human, half animal, basically. Pretty common uh, terminology. It could, yeah, it or could be in weird more any two animals, any, yeah, two animals. any two animals, like humans, yeah. animal, and yeah, any two animals. Uh, Splicers so, got it. So they Ed and Al, the main characters, meet this guy and they become friends ish, and uh, kind of they he has a daughter and a and a dog, and they become friends and. They, they find they go and they he's done another chimera they renew his license and they're like wow that's really good it can talk and everything and then it says something that ed knows that his daughter used to tell him and he realized that he had spliced his daughter and their dog together into a chimera an irreversible process and she has no idea what happened the the new creature and it's just freaking messed up you guys watch stuff like this i don't understand <laughs> <laughs> and he's metal, like, wait man. a minute. He, and then he's like, wait a minute. Didn't you do this like two years ago? Wait, when did your wife d- leave you? And then they realize he did the same thing to his wife a couple years prior. And it's just, it's he's just most... going around turning people into half dogs. His family. Yeah. Not cool. Mm-hmm. And the dog's like, Edward, brother, please help me. And he's like, oh, God. <laughs> There's a lot of best up things and in then, that show, but that's right. by and it far ends the with her, it ends with her death. Yeah, uh, she explodes. Well, depending on I guess which uh, version, I guess I think Scar kills her in both of them. Maybe I can't remember. He does in the first one at least, and so yeah. you're like, wow, that's the closure is the most merciful thing to do to this creature that's in total misery is just destroy it. Yep. <laughs> so like yeah i love that it's one of my favorite series of all time probably is my favorite series of all time but i will not watch those episodes that revolve around that chimera at yeah. all skip man that's like, that's a lot yeah. more jacked up than my next one <laughs> my next one is actually something that is the opposite of messed up except oh. for the context that i was exposed to it in so let me just start off by saying I'm a Bobby McFerrin fan. I like Bobby McFerrin. Yay. Problem is, <laughs> I had like a really, really bad fever when I was young. At some point, we lived in Chicago and I couldn't <laughs> sleep going? because my fever, like I was like almost like hallucinating levels of fever. And I got up and I wandered down the hall. And as best I can remember, my sister was my older sister was still awake and talking on the phone. And I wandered into her room, which is not something that I did lightly in any ever. And uh, she's like, what do you want? And I'm like, I can't sleep. And I just started getting into her bed. She's like sitting on the floor talking to a friend on the phone. And I just start getting into her bed under the covers. Again, something I would never do. And Bobby McFerrin was there. So on the radio, (laughs) don't worry, be happy starts playing. 
Oh. It was the first time I had ever heard that song. And in my fever riddled brain, it did not make sense on just it didn't make sense on a musical level. I, I think that's the closest I've come to a DMT trip. Like I was seeing I was like smelling colors. I was like there was like just <laughs> the sounds were like resonating in my brain in such a deep rooted way that I started to become frightened of Don't Worry, Be Happy by Bobby McFerrin. <laughs> and eventually I got wow. out of the bed and Such left the room song, because I don't know if the song was still going or if this was like 20 minutes later, but it was still going to me. And I got out and I left the room because I had to get away from the music. And I went back and laid in my bed and I was in a panic until I think I passed, just went to sleep from exhaustion. And it has taken almost 30 years for me to get to the point where that song doesn't start making me have like a slight small panic. You know what I'm going to do in my head. (laughs) (laughs) I know what you're going to do. So have you ever watched the music video though, where it's him and the the clown guy and Robin? I love that. They're so Yeah. Yeah. The, the guy who was, uh, the Mr. Noodle's brother, Mr. Noodle or no, Mr. Noodle. Mm -hmm. He was Mr. Noodle. Yeah. He's Mr. Yeah. And he, he was in Legion too. Who's on that show? Yeah, yeah. He was. Oh he, yeah. He showed up in a bunch of stuff. He was on an episode of the Cosby Show, entertaining like all the neighborhood kids. Like when Cliff took him to a show, and it was just him doing a bunch of goofy stuff. Well, he was hosting other people, and then he did some of his weird like body manipulation stuff. But yeah, mm-hmm. no, like I seriously have like mad respect for Bobby McFerrin. I've watched like YouTube videos of him performing live and just improving music and stuff, and like, but. I'm not kidding. It took like almost three decades for me to be able to hear that song and not start feeling like nauseous. (laughs) Don't worry. Be happy. I don't recommend. I mean, I don't know. It was was, at the time I'd not heard music like that that much at all. So it was like a whole new sound at the worst possible time. (laughs) You know, have you ever been like sick and a plane passes overhead and you feel like it's a thousand times louder or you're like laying in bed sick and you look up and you feel like the ceiling's just going to fall on you. No, just me. All right. That's fine. That's fine. Everybody. I used to look at a table lamp if I had a fever and like in my head, the table lamp was going to become huge and just tip over on me. I can relate to that. Like as a kid, like a fever headache that just kind of arrests your senses. Yeah. It makes everything seem. <laughs> I'm surprised it took this long. <laughs> fine. You had to get through the commercials. A little song I wrote. I'm perfectly fine. You might want to sing it note for note. I'm a little weirded out. <laughs> <laughs> like I know how catchy it is. I still don't know what litigate means. <laughs> you need to slow it down, like to point oh, five cool. feet. <laughs> yeah, that'll be more accurate to probably how I heard it originally. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get a lot of that uh, reverb there going. That, yeah, dude. Rah, 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 I know rah, it's a good rah, song. Rah, it just like it starts going. I'm like, yeah, no, I can enjoy this. And I get about 10, 20 seconds in. I'm like, I'm not having fun. <laughs> so, Garrick, your your idea of here's the show I love, but here's one episode I absolutely will not watch again. I don't know mm-hmm. if this counts. You guys can tell me. But the the office episode, Scott's Tots. Oh, oh, I will never yes, watch that yes. episode. I will never nope. watch that episode. I am out. Yep, Sancho, my wife <laughs> rewatched it. The Office last year. Nailed it. And when we got to that episode, I said, nope. And I left the room. 
That is the most butt puckering. Oh, seriously. <laughs> seriously, that is a super like tightener. It's a brilliant episode. Absolutely. It is. It's it is. Brilliant. But man, I mean, Stephen Scott is supposed to. Stephen oh, Scott. Stephen Scott. Scott. What, 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 Michael what Scott. Michael, who's Stephen Scott? Your former boss. Steve Carell. Oh, Steve Carell. <laughs> Michael right. Scott. That's what you chimeraed them. You chimeraed them. Totally, <laughs> you did. Totally, oh, you're best to be up. Totally Full different circle. people. Very different people. Um, mostly different people. Mostly. <laughs> <laughs> but Michael Scott, uh, oh, he's supposed to be like awkward. You know, it, everything he does, you're like, oh, it's, oh man, I feel awkward. But this, Dover, <laughs> yeah. over. Thousand up to 11. The reason why it's brilliant <laughs> is because in the first season, which is hard to watch, Mm-hmm. Because Michael Scott is awkward and sometimes mean spirited, and not endearing yet, right? But he becomes endearing because what it what you find like the character evolves from just a narrative perspective, or I'm sorry, just like a writing perspective. They evolve the character to be more endearing by making him awkward in the fact that he means so well that he'll do the worst possible thing. And this episode ratchets that up to <laughs> eight billion. Yeah, I uh, rewatches. We we skip that one as well. It's it's t- so bad, so well done, but so bad. Yeah, for so for those the plot of you the plot of it. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. You go ahead. I would yeah. say yeah, uh, it, it. I don't know if I want to get everything right, but uh, Michael Scott. You don't have. I got to, his. None I got of his us name. Rewatch it so we don't know. I got his name right now, Michael Scott. <laughs> Uh, I forget how long ago it was when they were uh in kindergarten. In kindergarten, yeah, yeah. He um makes this, gives a speech and makes this promise that he was going to pay everyone who graduated is going to pay their college tuition. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, if they make it through high school, if they make it through high school and don't and, drop out. Yeah, you're finding out about this in present day. Yes. Because the kids are getting ready to graduate Good. high so school. <laughs> they're they're bringing him back in yeah. to give to you know to say thank you and just they're all excited and of course you don't know until it's happening and he finally <laughs> explains to the characters Pam. around him. Yeah. Or it's just Pam, yeah. yeah. And so you're instantly teleported to oh my goodness. And she's like, How how could why would you ever make a promise like that? And he's like, Well, I just based it, you know, on the logical assumption that I would be rich by the time that they graduated high school. Yeah, and so, and so but many Michael, would- you're not rich. <laughs> like he just he naively assumed that he would be, oh, I got, you know, I got you know, 13 years or whatever, and I'll be rich by then. You know, or not 13, like eleven years. I'll be rich enough to pay for all these kids' college tuition because he was young and stupid. Yeah. <laughs> But now he's older, not rich, well, and, and as stupid as he was he, when he was young. Back when he made the promise, he legitimately oh, yeah. he wanted to, to do that. Yeah. <laughs> Just He never put a plan together and also never tried to fix the situation before yeah. the last yeah, right. the, the culmination. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, all these kids. I mean, there were plenty of times where I had to hide my eyes in just for michael scott you know i was like oh my goodness i can't watch this this is so but th- that was by far 
Because he's they yeah. go and he's they're 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 like dancing. I think I left the room. They're, for they're a like singing. They got <laughs> oh a reward, yeah, they like they did get, a song. They're wearing Gosh. shirts to say Scott's tots and stuff like that. And then that. he has to go tell them. But he's he has to tell them. Oh, by the way, I'm not. Getting, I don't think I'm I actually not. watched that scene. He's he, he has to tell them <laughs> while they've been I, singing his praises. When, yeah, that when he's, he's not getting ready to go do that. I think anyone. I actually left the room when oh, right. that was happening because he that, gave him his laptop charger. Yeah, he's like. So you, but you will need laptops, and you'll need batteries for those laptops. <laughs> so he gives them, yeah, batteries. Oh, the, the only redeeming uh, part of that episode is at the very beginning when somebody mentions Scott's tots, and Stanley just cracks up because he he was like been there so long that he knows what they're they're talking about. Yeah, he just forgot He's like, about oh, it. <laughs> just Stanley laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! But after that, it's all just—it's just you're just waiting wow. the whole time for him to drop the news. But ever the momentum is carrying everybody toward the celebration, <laughs> and he doesn't want he Michael never wants to stop the party. He all and he loves attention, so he's mm-hmm. battling with dropping the news, but would just let it go a little further the whole time. Yeah. Oh, maybe maybe there'll be a good point where I can. <laughs> yeah. We'll just let it roll. No, you've been doing it for twelve years. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll find the right time to do this. So wonderful! Oh my goodness, that's a great, great one. That to, is a to bring great up. example. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I think I'd rather watch Scanners again. Than watch <laughs> yeah, I would too. I think I'd watch a lot of eighties B horror films before I'd watch Scott's Tots again. <laughs> What it, yeah, what about uh, the Futurama episode with mm. Fry's dog? Don't <laughs> you dare. Don't you dare, sir. I probably didn't. I missed this one. What, oh. What oh, seriously? Okay. This oh. is probably, I don't know, the Chimera and the Fry's dog episode are up there for it's some like of the. Season one or two. I thought I yeah. would have seen it. Jurassic Bark, I think Jurassic is the name. Jurassic Bark, yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh my gosh, that I was so mad at Futurama. Walking on sunshine. Whoa, whoa. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so basically they find Fry's mummified dog, right? A thousand <laughs> yeah. years later, Seymour. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh and so they're, you know. They're going to bring Seymour back to life or whatever. But so any Mm -hmm. things happen, it doesn't work out. But the last seven, five, seven minutes of the show is seeing the original Seymour still alive back in 1999 or whatever. And what happens when Fry just disappears, remember, because he falls into a cryo sleep and doesn't wake up for a thousand years. And so you see Seymour waiting outside the pizza place Fry worked at. And the weather's changing, and Seymour's getting older, and he's not leaving. He's just staying there. But you know, and the 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 guy who runs a pizza place, hey, that guy. What you know? Hey, what are you gonna do about it? Coming out, giving him pizza, and it's all happening in like Panucci, Panucci, Mister Panucci, and all like fast motion, and you're just seeing the dog get old and die. And <laughs> I'm so pissed off at Garrick right now. <laughs> <laughs> I am so mad. It had to be said. Oh. 
Wait, but doesn't this doesn't this also have that amazing joke where they're like, what do we want? Fry's dog. What do we want it? Fry's dog. Yeah. <laughs> that show is full of amazing jokes. <laughs> that was one of those brilliantly written shows. The, they, they brought it up later where where someone was digging and they pulled out another dog. He's like, oh, no, it's another one of Fry's dog. Get rid of it. <laughs> Get rid of it. Quick. <laughs> Just twist that was, the knife that was their mea culpa with what they did to everybody with that episode. Yeah. They knew. Well, they, they, they kind of redeemed it in one of the movies. Uh, I can't remember which one, but Fry, uh, something happens where he lives in 1999. I think he goes back in time or something and he takes care of Seymour. Yeah. And so they're like, yeah, we're sorry about that. Yeah. It all turned out. Okay. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. They, they know, they know that that was just too hurtful, <laughs> but I mean, for what they set out to do, they did it perfectly. Those a-holes. <laughs> well, at least, at least they didn't sliding doors it. And like, he, he comes back and he sees Fry and then he runs across the street and gets hit by a car. Oh, oh yeah. no. Oh. And then you'd be like, Oh, oh it was better for him for Fry to never come back. That's what they should have done. No. <laughs> oh, Sliding door, butterfly effect. Uh, what with Final Destination? That's like a whole subgenre. Yeah, yeah, it is really. Yeah. Oh man. God dang it, Garrett. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I got oh, another. Uh, anybody got another one? I, I've got. I got one. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it, but um, I love this movie to the point where right after I saw it, I went out and I bought a copy of it. And I never took the cellophane off of it because I didn't realize, <laughs> even though I loved it, that I would never be in the mood to watch it again. And it's what dreams may come. Yep. Oh, yeah. That yep. gets you in the mood. That is such a like, I want to watch it. I will not watch it. It is a beautiful movie, like artistically, literally artistically. I mean, at one point he's in a painting, you know, it is so gorgeous. But it's about a dude who dies and in the afterlife that is like sort of a heavenish afterlife that he's kind of crafted for himself, you know, and one of his friends, Cuba Gooding Jr. Well, it's Robin Williams for one. So, you know, you're in for a ride and uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. shows up and it's one of his friends who had formerly passed away and they start to figure this out. But Robin Williams, non-comedy. Yeah, non-comedy Robin Williams. Yeah. That's what I mean by you're in for a ride. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. it was one extreme or the other. And um, his wife basically fell into total de despair and depression because of his death. And she, at some point in the movie, she basically, what, what he finds out, what he discovers, and everybody's kind of, kind of trying to hide it from him, is that she killed herself. And so now she, even though he's in this magical, crazy, wonderful, weird world, she's in like... A hell analog. It's not, there's not religious overtones in this movie. They kind of strip it down. It's just kind of like a prison of your own making when you die. And so it's she's her, in like the, this, her own psychological trauma. Yeah. She is where she is now going to spend eternity where she left off because that took over and she can't get out of it. And so he makes it's his goal is to go and find her, even though he's in a good place for eternity, he can't he can't go on knowing that she will always be in a bad place. And so, yeah, it, 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 that movie is amazing. And it's not like, it's not like it's got a super depressing ending or anything, but yeah, I, as beautiful and amazing as it was, I don't think I'll ever go back and watch it. Cause it's just like emotionally mm. gut wrenching film. Yeah, it really is. 
You know a movie that I'm never going to go back and watch? What's that? The Fountain. I, I'm so glad you brought that up. That was on my list. Oh, Darren Aronofsky again. Wow, he makes yeah. a lot of those. Howie and wow. I watched that together. Yes, we did. In the old house. The old that, house. That was that was one that we were both, that, that looks interesting. We should watch that. Yeah, it's it, got Wolverine in it. And then once it got done, we're like, what? what and just, Mummy Girl. What right? just yep. happened? What? Yeah, what I feel- I, we went out on my patio and didn't talk to each other. Yeah, you didn't understand that movie. You didn't understand. He got into a giant bubble with a tree and floated off into space. What's not to understand? Yeah. That that messed me up in a different way. Uh, yeah, I went to I went to bed just kind of unhappy with with existence. That's Darren Aronofsky for yeah. you. Yeah. Bup, 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 bup. Depression. Yeah, I'm so glad because earlier I couldn't remember the name of it. I had thought of it earlier today, but after we started recording, I couldn't remember the name of it. Yeah, <laughs> that I don't I don't know what that movie was about. I don't I remember because don't. it was like I was in a trance the whole time I was watching it. it, it and it was one of those where you're like, I don't want to stop. Because there's something there that's yeah, uh, there's something uh, pulling you along. Yeah. that's an Aronofsky thing. Yeah, but I'm not enjoying mm-hmm. myself, but I can't. And stop. I still, I'm like, I really don't understand what's happening either. <laughs> which is well, odd. It's for described me. here as American epic, magical realism, romantic drama film. Yeah, there you go. Uh, sure, it's that. Uh, it's all that. Why not? Yeah, <laughs> with yeah, Wolverine and Bond's wife. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, mm. I um oh. visually it was amazing. Yeah. 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 It was like it was like it had the 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 visuals of a super expensive music video like throughout a lot of the film. Yeah, that movie's jacked up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a messed up. You want to hear a messed up movie? Sure do. Gonna miss. So there is a, I don't know if you who would, would have seen this at all. Maybe Sancho had it's an anime, old one. It's technically a Studio Ghibli film, but not a Miyazaki film. Okay. It's called uh, Grave of the Fireflies. You guys heard of this? Nope. Mm-mm. Okay, so it's a it's a great it's a lovely story about two siblings, a, a young girl and an older boy, who uh, are surviving the nuclear explosion after World War II, and uh, trying to feed themselves without any food and they starved to death awesome and the end wow. <laughs> oh, no. why are the japanese so hung up on that <laughs> <laughs> just get off it already hr everybody <laughs> but it's what, what's so disturbing about it is I, if people know studio ghibli they're known for their like cutesy ish yeah, animation yeah so that the, the, you know, the difference between, oh, yeah, it's that, still that same cutesy like animation with this like dark, dark subject matter evolving around their death of their parents dying in a nuclear explosion and then them slowly starving to death over the course of the film and still trying to remain positive. It's one of the most disturbing movies I've ever seen, oh, honestly, man. and I will not watch it again, but it's still really well done. It's well animated, good story, but subject matter is just effed up. Uh, you know, uh, Porkins' kid brought up Lord of the Rings earlier, directed by Peter Jackson. Oh, yeah. Peter Jackson made another movie. He made lots of movies. Yeah. Eaters of the Dead? Well, yeah, no. Lovely Peter Jackson, Bones? 
Peter Jackson made a lot of movies I won't watch a second time. Frighteners? I'm going to The Lovely Bones. Oh, yeah. The Lovely Bones, where Stanley Tucci has a little murder hole in a cornfield and murders a little girl, and now she's also stuck in the afterlife trying to solve her own murder and communicate with the people left alive. And apparently I have a thing about being stuck in the afterlife because apparently I, I can't go back to that. That's a, that's a beautiful movie. It is mm-hmm. a beautiful movie, but I, and I remember watching going, this is really well made. I want to go away from this. <laughs> also has Rachel Weiss in it. It did. Know. Didn't it? Mm-hmm. Wow, I forgot about that. What do you know about that? And the girl from uh, the main girl is the girl from contact played young Jodie Foster in contact. The one in that you've seen the long video clip of the girl running through the house, up the stairs and through the hallway. And then she reaches up and opens a mirror and you realize you've been looking at the reflection the whole time and your brain melts because you don't know how they managed to film that. You ever seen that video? No, it's a really, it's one of the most amazing camera shots ever done in a film. Uh, Hmm. Yeah. She runs through the whole house, but somehow it's just the reflection at the end. It's, it's really cool, but that's contact anyway. Uh, yeah, the lovely bones is it's just that whole idea of being trapped in the afterlife with something left undone. Maybe that's my fear is leaving something undone. Maybe that's something that's haunted. This is apparently a psychological experiment that I think Sancho sprung on me on purpose and I'm not. Happy. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> I said it might be therapeutic. Yeah. yeah. Well, you can either be lovely bones or ghost dad. So, you know. <laughs> Wait, was Peter, did Peter Jackson do Ghost Dad? Dad? No, I mean, wait, if, if oh, he left something undone. <laughs> yeah, right. like if you personally. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that's good. You could be Ghost Dad. That's 50 shot, yeah. 50-50 shot, man. Yeah, well, there were parts of that movie that were not horrible. <laughs> I have a game that I will never play again, but it was a fantastic Ooh, game. Games. Magic the Gathering. Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons. Yep, can't do it a second time. <laughs> Oh yeah, that was messed up. That That's was, an amazing game. That was a, a a twin stick game where you're controlling two characters at the same time. Mm-hmm. Two brothers who the mission is they got to get water from the tree of life to save their father whose mo- their mother had already died. Yeah, and so it's already a tragic story to begin with, and so they go through this mission and it's amazing. Yeah, the gameplay is amazing. It was so creative, uh, and <clears throat> it's a beautiful game. Uh, the whole thing, you're like, you're having to figure out how they can work together, even though you're controlling both of them. Yeah. But like, you know, one has to go here, the other one has to go here, or they have to do this in yeah, tandem. It's a, and look, control, it's a, a puzzle, yeah. puzzly game. With it's the little brother game. and the older brother yeah. having to That sounds cool. Oh, oh, have you never played it, Sancho? No, it's a you, big, I oh, like puzzle you, games like you that. You need to play it. This is right up your you alley. You have to play you it, but love it's, it. It, it gets you in the feels pretty hard yeah when two-thirds away through the game that whole mechanic that was so amazing yeah gone and you're just that might howie that might be brilliant holy emotionally moving game i've ever played Mm -hmm. in my life and there have been a few but you're right I played that and I could not quit encouraging other people to play it, and I will not go back and play it yeah. again. It's yeah. not a very long game, no, but no, a few hours. And it, tops. But the it, the world it immerses you in, immerses you in is it's not explained, but you don't care because it's so beautiful. There's like giants walking around, yeah, and, fighting yeah. and falling and bleeding. Yeah, 
but it doesn't matter because these two boys are on a mission to save their father, and that's all that matters. Yeah. And that, as you, the player, feel that. Oh, that God! Why? Why is there more stuff that good in I know. games? That was I know. incredible. I mean, people went on and on about Braid back when it came out. You know, when XBLA first launched, but like, I don't think Braid has anything no. on Brothers. Braid yeah. was more comical ish. Ish, yeah. But it had like, didn't it have like undertones about suicide or something? Oh, did it? I, I think didn't play it did. Enough to get across. That. I don't know. Wow, I'm just curious how I've never heard of this before because this is exactly the type of games I love. Well, yes. if you listen, oh, yeah. that's, yes, if you listen to Press Play to Save, you would know about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. If you'd listen, uh, it well, might have I, even been better like kind game cast back then. Oh, yeah, I don't <laughs> <I'm not> know. <laughs> <sure>. <laughs> but yeah, the yeah, brothers. Oh, that's that that's one that's like yeah, you could probably get it for super cheap now. Oh yeah, it goes on sale on Steam, I think, pretty regularly. Yeah, for like two bucks. When it goes on sale, yeah, because it's not a it's not a big game, not no, a long game, so couple, it's a couple it's already, hours. It was already fairly inexpensive when it came out. It was yeah, like ten bucks or yeah, 15. like fourteen top. 14, yeah. like it's the kind of thing. It's like it, it it may just be the length of a movie, but that's because even though you're playing a game and solving problems, it's a movie. It's yeah. the, it's a movie. It's a story that you're experiencing in in a totally immersive. Yeah, you way. you need. Sancho, I would recommend. I'd highly recommend you do this. Is you get the game, download it, and you Twitch stream you playing it for the first time. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I think. Yeah. I. You know. I'm up for that. Actually, it's on sale right now on Steam for three dollars. There you go. Three dollars yeah. until October fourth. That's by the time you hear this, it's too late. <laughs> It'll be on sale again. But not too late again. for Sancho. Three bucks, no. man. Yeah, that's a yeah. definite for Sancho. Absolutely, I love I love video games yeah. where something about the mechanic gets you better connected with it. Like yes. you guys know, the game I love yeah. most of all is Eco, mm -hmm. and you have to be holding down a button in order to hold this girl's hand, and you have to keep it held down while you're running with her, and your controller vibrates a little bit each like step as you're running so it really feels like you're making the effort to keep her hand held yeah oh that's cool like games that do that that immerse you in it then when then when a surprise happens um you feel it that much more because suddenly you're in this part of the game where you don't feel your controller shaking like you did for so much of the game and you're mm. like they're gone and i can feel the difference yeah mm. wow yeah. yeah yeah that's yep play yeah play 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 this i one. hope you have three bucks sancho yeah i'll have Trape to check together. And do you, <laughs> i'll have to check with the treasurer it's a controller it is a control, a yeah, control well, you ha it has to be controller yeah, yeah. It's the only way it works. okay yep so yeah oh, well man. i had something that messed me up that's not a good thing i was doing a twofer and well yeah because i need to get this one out of the way because <laughs> every time i think about it 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 makes me sick to my this stomach. is the depressing one yeah can i do a quick game one before you do that yeah one? go ahead okay because you're gonna make me sit here and then i'll, I'll do a light sickness. one i'll do a palate cleanser yeah. afterwards okay please, please. Ooh, cool. palate cleanser uh, the this is a game that i played several times but there's a part of the game <laughs> that I only went through one. Are you already figured it out, Gary? <laughs> Does it have something to do with vampires? Oh, <laughs> swish! <laughs> I was so, going to mention that one, too. Yeah. So, <laughs> Vampire the Masquerade Redemption, one of my very favorite games of all time, back from, like, the late 90s. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, you're, you're, you play a, a crusader who gets made into a vampire because you're dying on the battlefield in, like, the 1400s. 
and uh, you play through and you fall in love with this nun who's nursing you back to health, but she gets kidnapped. And so you basically the it's a it's a uses like a, a Diablo-esque interface, but it's an RPG point and click RPG. And you get a group of other vampires together. If you know Vampire the Masquerade, these vampires from different factions or houses or families. I don't remember what they're called. And uh, and yeah. And so you get together and you're going all through Europe, like trying to get a is, is the girl's name, trying to get her back. And at one point you're in a building that falls on you. Everything goes black. And then it says at the bottom, 1999. And you're like, wait, what? And you <laughs> you basically are brought out of torpor. You've been a vampire corpse for 500 years. And you're brought back. And, you know, it's, of course, it's New York now. But, um, because <laughs> you, you got, your coffin got boated over. But you're, you're waking up and you're still wanting to know what happened to her 500 years ago. And so now the second half of the game takes place in the modern era, quote unquote. And so you get to the point where you find out that she was basically taken by like this vampire demon Lord guy. And he spent the last half a millennium torturing her. And they like to use the word defiling her a lot. Oh my gosh. 500 years. And so at one point you get into his citadel where like she her soul and everything has been like warped into part of this citadel and so like there her face is like on the walls on the, on all along this corridor <laughs> oh, and gross. you go up and you activate them and it like slithers out of the wall on like a snake body and gives you like a vocal memory of hers and as you go through them you hear her going from like frightened and dealing with this to becoming disgusting and like and like loving being evil and like and like and and thoroughly enjoying being with this like demon lord guy and it's the most heartbreaking heart-wrenching horrible thing and every time i replay the game i just ran i didn't know anything to do that ran, yeah ran right i'm past glad it. they don't make that required <laughs> yeah <laughs> to listen yeah to the first time i wanted to know because you're i'm wrapped up in the story and every time i played after that i'm like nope not listening to any of that ever <laughs> not again. reliving that yeah <laughs> I can't yeah, believe you was... guessed it in one, Garrick. That was... Oh, I was going to say that one if you weren't. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Howie. All right. Um, so a little backstory. I used to work for a company. Uh, one of the guys, I, but okay, that didn't matter. One of the guys I used to work for back in the day, not work for, work with. Steven Scott. Steven Scott. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Steven. No, uh, uh, I... Pfft. He he's an older guy. He actually uh, served as a Marine in um, Vietnam War. He was actually in Quezon. Oh, so um, he kind of seen some seen some shit, if you will. He's been in it. Um, but because of his military background, he has contacts, uh, people he knows, not like. Oh, I got contacts and I can go, you know, but, you know, people, you know, and you, you send each other things, whatever. And so um, fast forward to 9-11. Oh, no. Um, and as that all the whole war <clears throat> kind of progressed and things were going down over there, uh, he got his hands on one of the uh, beheading videos. Oh, oh no. yeah, 
And uh, I didn't know what I was in for. Yeah, you never do. Uh, you think you're desensitized. Well, until and, you're not. And then, uh, and I don't know that I, I'm trying to remember it because I <laughs> kind of blocked the actual experience. I tried to block most of it out of my mind, but uh, I don't even know if I knew what I was going to be watching ahead of time or if he's like, oh, I got this video. Of the, I, I don't remember, but what I do remember is the disgust. Yeah. And the, I, I can't even describe. Yeah. The only thing I can say now is, and, and this is by no means do I have the experience of people who've been in battle and at war, but I have a little taste of understanding of how people could get so jacked up, get so jacked up. Yeah, because just seeing a little bit of something like that and how it affected me. Yeah, I've never understood people who enjoy watching things like that. I mean, all the way back to middle school, people going, hey, let's go watch Faces of Death at the theater. No, thank you. You know, Um, to like, you know, in college, David Allen trying to just going, hey, come here, come here. I I want you to watch this video. And you knew to say no. (laughs) You you wanted to say yes, but you know you're going to regret it. Because he's going to show you something awful. <laughs> yeah, and and every single time, every without fail, you he he knew too. He knew you wanted to say yes, and he knew you were going to regret it and be mad at him. And he loved it. And yeah. I've only I I I learned actually I learned because of him to not seek that stuff out because it you like I said we think we're desensitized yeah, to everything. It, once it's once you understand that something's real. Mm-hmm. There's a huge difference. Oh man, and huge. Yeah. I mean, you could watch something in a video game, a beheading in a video game, in a movie. Mm, scanners. It. it <laughs> there, I can't even describe how different. Yeah, that ruins reality. Is it versus, ruins your day? Like your whole day is yeah. dark from then on. Like you feel like you just got changed. Uh, even like coming into this podcast, I was, I was like, oh, I got something. I got bringing up that memory and just thinking about it this whole time through this episode was like i could you know my stomach's a little uncomfortable who are the people that enjoy these videos and sharing these videos well, that's, that's what i don't understand when I mean, he I, was watching speech, it, do what you want but yeah when he <laughs> was watching i mean this was obviously a video not out for the public to view this wasn't yeah. on youtube this this was something oh, he got be, from yeah. top secret whatever people he knew uh-huh. um and uh um uh, and I just, he looked at it for more of a, I don't know, honestly, for, I don't know why I don't, cause it wasn't like, oh, I enjoy this. I'm going to watch this. It, I didn't get that from him. Maybe just, Hey, you want to know what's really going on out there? Kind of that, it might, might've been that, but I just was like, man, yeah, I, I actually had to walk away. <laughs> I, I don't think I watched the, the whole, the whole video. Yeah. It wasn't very long. Yeah, but um, I've accidentally yeah. stumbled onto internet videos where it's like you know it's like a bait and switch. Before we all just pointed everything to you know Rick Astley. Yeah, uh, it was like I clicked on something and immediately it came up and it, it had, I think this was pre ISIS, but like I very within two or three seconds like was like whoa this is not what I clicked on, and that dude's got a glowing hot scimitar and there's a dude over there freaking out and I turn it off immediately because I'm like I I know. I there's no curiosity in me. Yeah. I know what I don't want. Mm-hmm. 
So palate cleanser. Yeah, palate cleanser. <laughs> yeah, follow that. Yeah. Up. All right. So picture this. Okay. It's uh, 1983. Ooh. I'm like six years old. Haven't seen any horror movies yet. Uh-oh. We're at a Circuit City or, or like a store that's kind of like Circuit City. You know, where like those old stores where you have like all the TVs lining the walls. Yeah, all the like, shelves are carpeted. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I do. I remember very well. You know, and it's like, what kind of store is this? They've got TVs and cameras and stereos out stereos and like record albums and eight tracks. And it's all over the place, but it seems to all be electronically related. Yep. And I'm just kind of hanging around as, as my, I don't know, my dad and brother are trying to decide on a, some big purchase of some kind or other. And on all these screens at the same time, I see this guy like with his girlfriend sitting in a theater watching a movie. And then as they leave the movie, he turns into a werewolf (laughs) (laughs) and then starts singing and dancing. (laughs) And I mean, the transformation is, you know, it's nothing compared to like an American werewolf in London, which is, you know, the Werewolf transformation yes, of all time. The crowning the, achievement of practical no, effects werewolf. Yes, 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 really. It it was the pinnacle. Everything was downhill from there. Um <laughs> But as a kid, you know, I just I just thought I was just watching something and then all of a sudden there's a full moon and he starts turning into uh, you know, and the, the special Price effects. Is laughing. Yeah, it, you know <laughs> They were decent for what's supposed to just be a music video, as we all know. Like, who was the person? Like, they had some big name director or someone who became a big name director. I don't remember all the details. John Carpenter. I don't know. John Carpenter. John Romero. I still don't know. One of the Carpenters. Yeah. Okay. Peter Jackson. Yes. (laughs) We've only just begun. Darren Aronofsky. (laughs) probably i could look it up but i'm lazy again i didn't research any of this because i gotta keep it but you know how your mind just kind of like warps when you see something that challenges the way you view reality like you just get irrational Mm -hmm. so like later i'm at my grandparents house and they're offering me those grandparents hard candies you know the ones that are like just spearmint like you know they're just like hard candies and they're terrible yeah I know what you're like talking about. Every, the pen I don't know or whatever. Yeah, like why did they get those? I, I, they don't make sense to me. They're hard to eat. <laughs> they taste bad. Who even they're, likes them? They're cheap. That's why. <laughs> they're cheap. They're yeah, cheap that's... and they're easy on old people's stomachs. Yeah. Well, I was convinced that if I ate one, I would become a werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. How old are you again? <laughs> Six. Six. six and i just yeah. i just refuse well yeah. i should have refused it anyways because that candy is trash and and grandparents who feed that to their grandkids hate them but hey. <laughs> besides that i just i just You're not a grandparent no but man my grandpa I, gave them to me <laughs> they were probably really you. confused with how vehemently i refused that candy <laughs> that that music video was directed by John John Landis. John Landis? John Landis. John Landis. <laughs> that makes so much sense. <laughs> wow. Wasn't I just talking about an American werewolf in London? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yep. There you There's go. my closure. Hey. There's my closure. <laughs> he directed American Werewolf in London in 1981. And the thriller video came out in 83, right? So he knew how to make it scary and not just hokey. He knew what to do. 
I asked Google who directed the Thriller music video, and it gave me the guy who directed the Moonwalker. (laughs) (laughs) Steven Spielberg? No. John Kramer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cosmo Kramer. I remember the first time I saw the Thriller video, I was probably, it was a couple years later, I was probably like five, and I remember not liking what I was seeing at all until the dancing started. And then I was like, oh, okay, this is something I could digest. <laughs> but I'm like, I don't like this guy with the creepy high pitched voice <laughs> acting all funny with this lady. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, yeah, but for me, like, I'm not thinking at this point, my, I'm already shocked. And so I'm not thinking, hey, look at this choreography. Oh, okay. They're real people. I'm, my, my eyes are just pinging from one horrible face yeah. to the next horrible face <laughs> to the next horrible face. Each and I'm one just like, on a different television surrounding you around the room. <laughs> yeah. What is this fresh hell? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Everybody was hot into it. That was the hottest thing going. You were, you were on the cutting edge they're in that random electronic shop watching the thriller music video. Lucky me. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's weird when you're a kid how just random things can catch you off guard and just right now. How are you with the thriller music video today? Oh, I can watch it. It's no problem. Yeah. Yeah. Do you get do you but- still get a little bit of the creepy feeling inside like I do with Don't Worry Be Happy? No, it's nothing like Scott's Tots. or the others yeah i think that's the one that i'm able to like fully remove myself from nowadays i don't feel that way anymore when you said the others i thought you were talking about the nicole kidman movie oh that's a creepy movie too but that's it's fun to watch i think yeah it's like reverse six cents yeah yeah Well, just there you go. Garrick spoiled oh, the whole spoiled. movie. <laughs> I spoiled the movie from 2001, maybe. Yeah, but not that many people saw the others, did they? I haven't seen it. Oh, it's it's a uh, it's a slow pace. It's a reverse one. six cents. It kind of. It came out around the, that time, too. So, it was yeah. really, you know, people are really going for it. That, I, I see the live people. I might they don't to, even know they're alive. I might have to throw that one into the uh, the Halloween, the pre-Halloween video. Yeah, I haven't seen that in a while. Mm, Maybe yeah. Well, you mean to make sure you watch Fear Street. That's. I yeah. do need to watch Fear Street. The three versions of. Yeah. You're, you're 94, not 78, 66. Is that the order you watch them in the backward reverse yeah. order? 66. Are they independently displayed on Netflix or are they actually in an order like together? In, no, they're independent. Okay, so I need to they're start different. Start most recent and go backwards. Yeah. Or yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They yeah. Titles are tricky because they start in the 80s. creepy, creepy yeah. stuff. Man. Yeah, I need things to, are messed yeah, up. I need to end the podcast now. I don't think I can go on. Yeah. Yeah. How he's I'm already, how he's leaving this world? Like I had a hard time <laughs> focusing on Sancho's <laughs> last one. <laughs> You're still thinking about didn't cleanse oh, his palate. Yeah, no, Sancho. I did not clean my palate. <laughs> Well, you know. Yep. Just We're talking, really actually right. talking about it, really. Whew. Well, you could go watch Two Girls, One Cup. I'm sure that'll mess you up in ways <laughs> that'll resolve your other yeah. videos. I still haven't Ew. seen that one. Me neither. I heard it was, mm-hmm. like, fake. I heard it was actually, the whole thing well, was fake. I'd hope so. Like, it wasn't what, they weren't eating what people thought they were eating. Oh, yeah. I guess I don't know. I don't need to know. I don't need to investigate. I'm just sharing as far as I'm willing to go with that. In the meantime, Ah. we've shared a lot with you, the listeners, and we would love with for you to come share with us. 
by going to betterkind.com, clicking on the Discord link, and joining our Fly Casual Discord channel. Or we can talk to you. You can talk to us, ask us questions, tell us we're a bunch of idiots, say what kind of stuff freaked you out, messed you up, what jacked up stuff did you see here, play experience that you are not going back to. Feel free to keep it lighter than Howie did. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it'd be tough not to. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to keep it lighter than Howie did, but feel free. Feel feel like that's okay to do so. Um, join us there. We'd really like to have you along wherever you get the podcast. Give us nice little reviews. So we can reach more listeners just like you. In the meantime, we're going to tie this one off. Thank you for listening. I'm Corey over there is one big hemorrhoid. Mike, he, uh, gurgle, gurgle. He, gurgle. Yeah. He, he, uh, sidled in earlier. Sloshed, rolled, sloshed in. <laughs> He's, if he were eighties movie, he'd be the hemorrhoid. Is that an eighties movie? <laughs> If he were, that's uh, what I was, I, I was willing to believe the, the 80s produced the, a movie the Roy, called The Hemorrhoid. The, the Roy, I wouldn't be surprised Roy. if they did. Mm, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not looking that up either. The H-Roid. Over there's Howie. Uh, no, I see it. See ya. Uh-huh. Over there's Garrick. Um, yeah, I'm done. Over there's <laughs> a pick-me-up episode. Over there's Sancho. <laughs> I'm going to go watch Young Frankenstein to laugh at this. Frankenstein! <laughs> I did that on purpose. <laughs> You know what? Uh, I, I can't watch tough. that guy's eyes looking in different directions. We are jelly. <laughs> Messed up, man. Messed up. Igor? Frau Blucher. <laughs> Terry Gar in that movie, though, am I right? Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.